Welcome in on the clock, episode number 20. And like I told Nino before the show, we are one fifth of the way to episode 100, which means we are one fifth of the way to making it. So we've almost arrived. We're, we're, we're starting to we're starting to peer at the door so we can reach our dreams and and make it in this industry at episode number 100. My guy Nino's with me this evening at Nino Brown underscore T2T. Nino, what's cooking? This is a rarity right here. It's just me and you. Right, we don't we don't get yeah. to just get, go on uh, and, and and chop it up just me and you. Um, shout out to Boomer and KT. They couldn't make it. They had you know they run around crazy. Boomer got baseball. KT's was down doing an interview, I believe in Virginia. Right. Um, so shout out to them. Uh, get some rest, fellas. Do do your thing. Um, but we're, we're gonna lock this one down. This is gonna be a fun. We'll get to talk about 2024. Everybody's still thinking 2023. We're talking 2024. Try to stay right. ahead of the game. But we get to tie in 2023 because we're gonna be talking about. What could possibly happen during the 2023 NFL season, which makes this a lot of fun. If you're somebody, if you're here, chances are you love the NFL draft, especially if you were here in June. But if you're here because you're a fan of the network, we appreciate you for supporting our content. We're going to tie this into what's going to actually happen during the NFL season. So this is going to be enjoyable to you as well. It's going to be good for everybody. But you mentioned Boomer. He's got two baseball games. One of the games, 9 p.m., my yeah. wife, if, if yeah. one of my kids had a baseball game at 9 p.m. or whatever, would, would absolutely lose it. Bedtime would be like 11. The whole morning routine would be thrown off. Yeah. But my daughter was supposed to have a makeup soccer game today, and it got the, the air quality. Like, oh, you got down. You got you get you catching the effects from Canada. Bro, the last three days, I don't know what these numbers mean because I've never seen them before in my life. But the air, <laughs> you know, like what, what it's like a hundred. My phone is telling me like uh, air quality 164 and it's 187. One, I don't know what those numbers mean, but it keeps getting higher. And I, so Wednesday, my kids are off and my, my son's got a soccer. My, both of my kids have a soccer tournament in Hershey in uh, nine days. Not that we're not counting. But um, we're, try, we're trying to get ready for it. So they had an off day, and, and I took them to the hill. So I, oh, I, and, I, and I showed you some pictures. Yeah. So my wife's like, oh, there's something going on with the air. And, like, I could kind of taste the air. So we ran for, like, 30 minutes. And then after that, like, everything got canceled. Everything got canceled for Thursday, for Friday. So so we're being hit. How about you? Uh, no. See, Dino, speaking of which, he said you want it near 100. That's what you want, whatever that number means. So. Add that to your title, D-Now. D-Now is the T2T resident, get it done, and resident air quality analyst. 
Uh-huh. Uh, see, he, he texted me this morning. Uh, shout out to my guy. He don't sleep either. He's just like me. It was just like six thirty in the morning. I got a text. Says, How's the air out there? How's you? How how you looking? You orange? I says, No, I'm I'm crystal clear. Matt, Why I don't, don't you care about my air, Dina. Uh, my air is terrible. <laughs> the sun the sun looked like uh, a grapefruit. Well, see, I had all right. My sun was super orange and red, but the air wasn't like I didn't have that orange hue. I didn't get really any hazy. I had a slight haze tonight, um, right before the sun went down, but I, I don't, I didn't get any orange. I'm, you know, it seems like it's channeling in that little Great Lakes little cubby there, and then right. it's falling into you guys. I, I'm getting yeah. sheltered by everybody. This is uh, current events with uh, with Nino and Coach Chaps. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, all right, you can find. Uh, Nino on the Twitter, Nino Brown underscore T2T. He is the mayor of college football, man. He is, he is the mayor of like all things football. I think eventually <laughs> you're going to, uh, you're going to earn like the, the full spectrum mayor. I know you, you college is your thing, right? But like you, you got your hand in a little bit of everything. So I think you're going to eventually be the mayor of all things football. You can find me on the Twitter at coach Sheps. You can find the show at toilets, the titles Our other co-hosts who aren't here this evening. Boomer is at Jared gray and KT is at Leverett underscore kt if you're watching on the youtube it'd be greatly appreciated throw us a subscribe throw us some likes throw us some comments all that helps the algorithm helps boost us up so we can get out to more ears and more eyes man and that, that's what we're trying to do we're trying to grow something big and we're we're constantly moving you know tell everybody about like i don't want to we, we already got on a tangent so i don't want to yeah, get too far yeah, off the tangent yeah, but tell everybody oh. about what we got going on in the network like currently and, and oh man right now we got um Duvall against yo, we got all these team shows popping off. I know it, it's new to y'all to talk to titles. Just we bringing all these team shows. So we got um Duvall against y'all. We got uh Ramsaholic, right? So shout out to Zach and Shay. They're both locking them down respectively in that order. We got the, the Giants corner with um with Joe Clark, Joe knows. right? Yeah, uh, Joe knows. Joe always knows. Good or yeah. bad, Joe knows. Okay. Um, my man on the side of me, we call him Mr. Humble Humble Pie over here. He, he likes to say, I'm the mayor, I do this, I do that. This, this, this guy, you know, it's besides everything he does on the outside with the family and the kids going at 100 sports, he's got on, uh, now about them Cowboys, right? He's got the Omri on CFB Nation, right? He's got the Toyota Titles main show on Tuesday. He's got on the clock with myself. I mean, most people only got one show. He's got four, and he just he says, hey, you know, it's not about me. I don't. Do-. He's the maestro for a reason. He stirs the pot. He makes all the water move in the pot, you know, and then everybody around him. We, we just come together, and we, we keep the wave going. So we got a lot going on. We got the team shows, like I said. We got my 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 personal favorite coach teams to, to like it a lot. A Dynasty Diamonds piece that I put out there seems to be growing well. The I world drop- loves it. They, they responded quickly. <laughs> Dynasty Diamonds, it's like somehow – you can hit the bell to be notified when we go live on anything on the T2T network. They must have found a separate bell just for <laughs> Dynasty Diamonds because commenters came out of the woodwork that I haven't seen in like a year after you started releasing those. So we're, we're happy to have those back. And, and don't forget about my guy, Chris, right? My guy, Chris, got together with, with his his partner, right? Who? Prue, Prue which I, I already love his vibe. And um, we're bringing you a new gambling show called uh, Playing With House Money. And it's not just football. It's all sports. I believe the guys you're going to want to look out for a couple soccer guys this week and Ronald Cunha Jr. So check it out. I'll be dropping on Friday at noon, right? So on your lunch break, you want to put a couple beds in for the weekend. These are the guys you're going to want to look at. Like I said, Toads of Titles on YouTube, playing with house money. Let's go. That's it. That's it. We also got Frankenstein going on. I had uh, somebody reach out to me because it's Scott Fishbowl's kind of popping off. So I'm in a group chat with, for everybody picking in the fifth selection and, 
kind of dropped a little hint because I didn't want to hold the, the chat hostage about what I got going on. A few people reached out to me. So I got another person coming in. We're giving away uh, three free entries to anybody who donates $5 or more to the St. Jude Children's Hospital. It's $25 an entry. And there's so many different ways to win. Like, you know, if you're interested, episode 180, we talked about Frankenstein. Go back, listen to that after you're done with this episode. And then reach out to me on the Twitter at Coach Sheps. And I think that's it for the housekeeping, man. Why don't, why don't we get started? Let's, let's peer ahead. Let's peek ahead to the 2023 NFL season. What might happen in how the 2024 NFL draft? We just finished episode 18 and 19 of On the Clock. We finished the first round mock draft 2024. We went picks 1 through 15, 16 through 32. You should go out and check that out so you can see who we'd be taking based upon kind of where the experts believe the teams will finish. But now we're going to talk about where we think they'll finish. All right. So who do you think are the legitimate teams that are in contention for pick number one? Uh, for- Pick number one for me, legitimate contention, and and it's probably the same across the board. Arizona and Tampa Bay for me have legitimate shot at pick number one. I'm not going to say uh, teams like Indy or Atlanta, or even Green Bay, Tennessee. Tennessee's another one right there that could have um, possible number one shot. Like I don't know what they're doing. I said before, Tannehill. They tried to shop Tannehill maybe a month or so before the draft. Right? They fumbled the ball, Malik Willis. They drafted my guy and Will Levis. Is Will Levis ready? I don't know. Everybody wants to, you know, to call him a bust already or, 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 you know, OTAs. But OTAs this is what you're supposed to do when he's not the only guy that's not hitting hitting passes. And, of course, they're going to show you the good of the guys that they want to show you and the bad of the guys they want to show you. But Tennessee is in could be in a fire sale predicament if this season goes bad for them. Okay? If Vrabel talking, could be out. Well, that's what I was going to say. Vrabel, Henry, Tannehill. I mean, anybody with it probably – Within a year of their contract expiring, they're going to be gone. And now you're looking at a bunch of young guys. Could you have to go back into the pot again for another quarterback for the third straight year? Uh, it, it, it could look bad. And, you know, with, with regarding Arizona, I said in my CFB Prime piece, there's a good chance that they do have the first two picks, right? And yeah. there's a good chance where guys like Caleb William, Marvin Harrison, with all this NIL money that's getting thrown around, say, I'm going back to school, bro. I'm not going to something like that. I right. want nothing to do with right. going into it, having to rebuild or restart and not being good for two or three years. So Arizona, I think, is in a pickle. Yeah. Real bad. They're in a cap bad spot. They're they're already minus uh minus seven million over uh, over the cap, right? So they got ne- negative seven to play with. Kyler Murray's contract is two hundred something million, 150 million guaranteed. The next closest contract to him, the, the highest contract after that is Buda Baker at $59 million, and then just trickle-down effect. The vets on that team, none of them are signed long-term. Hollywood Brown is probably the best guy in the offense, right? And he's only got one more year after this year. And what's to say that he wants to go there? The only reason why he went there was with Kyler, and if Kyler's right. on the way out, he's probably on the way out. And now you're just looking at Michael Wilson, Rondé right. Moore, Trey McP- I don't know, man. That, that It's... Connell's got themselves in a sticky situation. Now, if they do land with the first overall pick and Caleb does decide to come out, I okay. can see Hollywood Brown thinking, you know, former Oklahoma guy, Hollywood played it, you know, like maybe he want to stick around to play with but if, that cat. But if they get the second pick, we all know where right. they're going after, right? Right. So now Hollywood's so, and, and they would get it. the second pick from the Houston Texans. Right. Because they made that move. for. So I'm going to name two teams for you. Okay. So I'm with you. I think Arizona generally, you know, because it really, 
they one of their problems is I feel like they have too many tweeners. Yes. Like they have got they don't really have an identity. Isaiah Simmons, like he's they never figured out a spot for him. And Kyler Murray, like who are you? What are you like Hollywood Brown? Like, are you, are you a legitimate receiver? Are you a gadget guy? Like there's just, I, I just, it's uh, outside of Hollywood Brown. Okay? okay. Because on a team that doesn't pass the ball in Baltimore, my man still got a thousand yards. Right. Okay. So, so to me, I thought he was a receiver. I've gone through this in my group chats back home with Shay and stuff. We've gone through it a bunch of times. They don't believe he's a wide receiver one. I think he's a wide receiver. Right. One. If you could put up a thousand yards in a system that mostly yeah. runs the ball 65% of the time, 70% of the right. time, you're good for me, right? The problem isn't there. Arizona's coming out, and all the things out of Arizona's mouth and moves that they're making, if I'm a player, I'm going, what's going on? You don't right. know what's going on with Kyler, right. right? You don't really know what's going on with Colt McCoy. Is he going to be 100%? Are they really right. going to start the season off with David Blau, right? Two I mean, main do, guys. do you even want to start the season out with Colt McCoy? Like, at that point, I mean, how old is Colt McCoy? 35. You know, and, and I don't know, man. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. But then now yeah. let's go. Your studs, Buda Baker, requests a trade, wants out, right. right? Boom. You say that you're not picking up Isaiah Simmons' 50-year option. He's probably your best linebacker. Right. And look, look at Reddick. Reddick was drafted by the Cardinals, right? Yeah. And he was a kind of a tweener. They gave up on Yep. And, and then he found his way after leaving Arizona. And if Isaiah Simmons does the same thing, that's, that's going to be a slap in the face if he leaves town and then he, he figures it out. Now, are they going to get hit with some kind of tampering penalty, too? I'm hearing about the Gannon, like the whole right. Gannon thing. So there's a possibility there was some kind of tampering going on. But then I'm right. Philly. So I, this, All right, well, just bad news coming out of there. <laughs> and then with Tennessee, if they if they pick first overall, which is highly possible, and if they move on from Mike Rabel, I'll feel like when, when the Eagles moved on for, from Doug Peterson. I don't think – I didn't think Doug Peterson was a bad coach. I don't think Mike Rabel's a bad coach. I don't think he's he's the one – you know, Bill Parcells used to say, if I'm going to cook the dinner, let me buy the groceries. So I don't know if Mike Vrabel, if he's responsible for, for building this, the roster, all right, then, then maybe he's got to go. But I think that team overachieved so many times underneath Mike Vrabel that, I, I don't know, you, you got to give him a shot with some le- legitimate weapons. Go, go ahead. I got two things I want to say about this. Okay. okay? A lot of people like Tannehill. I was never a Tannehill guy. Right. He's that cool toy for the season, but when crunch time comes, cookie. Crumbles, right. no good, okay? But that was Vrabel's dude. He went and got him. That was the right. guy he wanted. But, he put but him knowing he had Derrick Henry. Okay. But you, you know, like maybe he I, thought Ryan Tannehill can get me there, and then but, in the playoffs, Derrick Henry can get me through. He never got anything to take away the load from Derrick Henry. Every right. guy that he brought in in the draft, Never panned out, right, to fill the role. Tajay could. AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Oh, let me get to that point because I'm ready for that one. Right. Now the rumor is that they're the first team off the block that's going to bring in D-Hop. Right. You know what that screams to me? That's in middle. No, no, no. That's in middle that you dropped the ball and shouldn't have traded AJ Brown for Traylon Burks because Traylon Burks isn't AJ Brown. Not at all. Because D-Hop already said he's not taking a pay cut. Right. So you're paying him what he wants. Paying him what he wants would have been paying A.J. Brown a Pro Bowl, a dog, a top five wide receiver, a proven guy, right? And now you're going to get an aging vet. If that happens, he's pretty much signing his papers like, okay, I know I'm out. I'm going to go out and try to make the best of it. But I I think that situation is is real ugly too. A.J. Brown, like he could sell jerseys too. Like what are you doing? Like he's everything you want in an organization he was. 
You should have brought a slot guy in. You needed a slot guy. But you don't want to pay people. But look where you are now. We're not paying people. Right. The problem was you could hit the injury bug on both sides of the ball last year. All your defensive studs went down except for Simmons. Right. Landry went down early. You had to play Monty Rice. You lost a lot of dudes. They brought in uh, Azia Ashia, whatever his name is, this guy from San Francisco. I always call him. Oh, Azia the linebacker? He's probably going to stop because David Long is now in Miami. Right. They got hit bad, and they had no depth, right? They ended up going to the tight end. Okunawa was a dude at the end because they had right. nothing else. I think he's going to be a dude this year going forward, whatever quarterback it may be. But there's so many holes there. I just don't know. Right. I don't know if QB would be the option for them. Right. All right. So let I have two teams. Would you be shocked if the Saints or the Patriots picked first overall? Yeah. For both of them? Yeah. Man, I think one of them might pick top 10. But I don't know which one. Top 10's fine. Top 10's right. fine. But you said one. Right. But top 10, what's the difference in – in in uh? so to pick top 10, you probably have six wins? Yeah. Oh, less. Six, six or seven. Or less. Yeah. You know? So to pick one, you probably have one or two wins. So it's a four-game difference. So, I mean, I guess that's a quarter of the season, but – I don't know, man. If if it don't work out with Derek Carr, you know, Alvin Kamara is getting old. You know, who knows what they're – I mean, they got Jamal Williams. They got uh, Kendry Miller. You know, Chris Olave is a dude. But Cameron Jordan's getting old. Tyron Matthews getting old. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Saints – I look at those top three teams right now. Like those teams we just mentioned in, in right. Arizona, right? Tampa Bay. There's always and, a team that surprises, though. Right, that's fine. I'm just saying those three teams, right? You compare their, let's go their top five guys all around. Right. Compared to Peyton, and I, I'm not. You know, I'm very right. down the middle when it comes to the Patriots. Right. I'm probably more so against than than with. Right. We put that roster, the top five against the top five of the other ones, and, and the top five of New Orleans. I think the Patriots and New Orleans have a better top five <laughs> than those three teams alone. Right. Right. Yeah. And the coaches, the coaching. That's the, with, with Belichick. I don't know if they'll ever pick. All right. So this brings us to the next segment. Which teams do you think need to be like, they Terrible. will, they will be doing themselves a disservice by winning games and not picking in the top five. So we One, mentioned teams that like it ain't yeah. we don't even have to worry about it because they're not going to win games. But what are some teams that you think like man uh, they should they they should kind of just let it go and, and pick high next year? Oh, just let it go and not not. Well, try you know to what win. I mean. Like like they no one's going to do that. But I'm just saying like which teams are going to be doing themselves a disservice by winning games next year? Let's see Falcons. Are you, you, been... you? Go ahead. No, I, I understand. I, I figured the first two teams out of your mouth, outside of the ones we just mentioned, are going to be Washington and Atlanta, right? right. Like because I think people have a lot of questions there. But in the green room, I mentioned a little bit to you. Like I'm in on Sam Howell. Okay, he had right. a bad senior year uh, at UNC, but he has like he had like 90 touchdowns, something stupid right. in his four years at, at UNC, right? I'm not that low on on Washington either. So like, that, that, I, I'm not I'm not all in on on Howell. But I like their defense. I like their running game. I like their receiving options. So I don't. I don't think they're in contention. To like, I don't think they're on the fence. I think they're on the other well, side. That, you know. Well, most people are gonna say right. they've gone to a quarterback every Sam, year. And Sam Howell beat the Cowboys last year. So 
Dude, he, he looked yeah. good in yeah. his time. That first year, that game, that game he threw a touchdown to Terry McLaurin, right? In the fourth quarter. I think that was a touchdown to beat you guys, to be honest right. with you. Um, but he looks good. He, he played well. Um, I don't trust Ron Rivera. I think the the, the main the first man out over there is Ron Rivera. Like, if they go sideways and don't play well this year, I think he's the first guy going. Does that mean it's all that Sam Howell's gone too? Probably because new regime, I want my guy. Especially if they're going down, they're probably going to have a high pick. I don't think I think they're going to get at least eight wins. I, I I think they're going to be a good team. They have talent on offense. I don't know what they're going to do with Chase Young, but there's always a sucker in the NFL. Okay, and if Chase Young isn't going to be the Chase Young that we had coming in or right. the first two years in the NFL, someone will still trade for that with the hopes that the potential Man, is I there, would. right? I would. Yeah, right. but I don't know if it's there anymore. Right? I'm a sucker. And, I don't know if yeah. Montez Sweat's going to be there all season as well. Like, but I'll tell you one thing: that secondary is young and it's talented, right? And the Mind interior right? defensive line, Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen, like that's the inside's good. The outside good. is where the yeah. question marks is, right. right? Sweat was a guy can't stay really healthy. I don't know if they're still he's still their guy, right? So I think there would if Sam Howell is better than decent this year, and they. Win seven, eight. I don't think they're going to be in that contention for that top spot. I don't think that they would trade up. So if they're somewhat okay to start, just ride it out, bro. Don't, don't throw in, you know, don't throw, you know what I mean? Like, don't just throw it or don't right. just try to lose it. I think if you got okay, I think Sam Howell can guide them this first year and then, you know, do what you got to do to make it better. But I think so you got to make it better with a coach. <laughs> I'm going to tie this into. I'm going to go back to this segment, but I'm going to tie it into our next segment where we talk. We're going to talk about some ideal landing spots, and I feel like Brock Bowers to Washington is an ideal landing spot with Logan Thomas getting up there in age. Yeah, I think if if if, if Howell's the guy, they got Dotson, they got McLaurin, they got Brian Robinson. I think he would fit because I don't think they need to put a draft pick into the defense early next year. I think it'd be an excellent fit for, yeah. for Washington. I, I'm I'm with that. But I've been hearing this a lot lately. It's kind of getting on my nerves a little bit. And you, you started out the conversation with them and didn't mention the other guy. Did Antonio Gibson die? Well, Antonio Gibson, I just think he's not going to be in their long-term plans. It doesn't seem like they're invested. I think he's a he's a good back, but I don't think they're invested in him. I understand Brian Robinson got shot last year and got nearly nine hundred and something yards after missing a few games. Okay, but I don't think that Brian Robinson is as good as an all-purpose back as Antonio Gibson is. Now, granted, I, mean, I don't think Antonio Gibson was the best back coming out of Memphis either. Right. Okay. Because I, I I've been a game well guy. Right. But what he offers in that offense as a pass catcher, right? He's a dude, man. But why, like, so, you know my affinity for fantasy football. I I was on him early because he just seems like the ideal PPR back. So I think a lot of, me included, with the community have been waiting and waiting and waiting. And I think the talent's there, like you're saying. But why are they not featuring him? Well, well when Ron Rivera comes out and tells the whole nation that he's going to use – these two running backs, like he used D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart, and then doesn't do it. That's on Ron Rivera. Yeah. This is Mitch's coaching, in my right. opinion. Because right. if this guy was put, if this guy went to San Diego, right? Or LA, I'm sorry. Went to yeah. LA. Right? I, I, would, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. 
He would be like they would use Mike Austin Eckler. This dude would be top five running back. He would be. Right. It, I'm, I'm telling you, Washington under Snyder has been a mess for a yeah. long time. Okay, right. I don't know that he's letting he, he's giving the keys and letting these guys drive or giving them giving the cart to get the groceries. You know what I'm saying? I, I right. feel he's got his hand in a lot of it, and he's been terrible. His decision making is terrible. So I don't know. I just think Gibson. I think he's a better back than Brian Robinson in my in, in my eyes. Right. But, right. I, I think it's worthy of a fair split, and I don't think he's getting a fair split. I think he gets a few games a year where he gets a decent amount of touches, and then they just let him go because they also got Curtis Samuel as well, right. which eats into some of the things he does, which is bizarre. But all right, so moving on from Washington, what about Atlanta? You're, you're in on Ritter. Like I feel like the top quarterback with with the weapons. That, you know, we kind of talked about this before the show. I think Pitts, London, Bijan should do a decent enough job to make an average if you know at, at least an average quarterback look decent so i think there's a chance we get tricked this year it's possible we get tricked it's possible given the talent around him and it's possible that the atlanta falcons get tricked and they might see the ritter succeeding with these weapons and think this is our future when maybe there's something out there that could look even better in that office. Okay. I understand the whole trickery and it's cool because it it, 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 it works. Right. But the trickery never lasts a full season. Look at Zach Wilson, right? He only tricked people for so long. It was like seven, eight games. And then the trickery started to die and we got the real ordeal. And then what did they do? They went out and got an, an aging, literally aging Aaron Rodgers to try to keep them relevant. If the trickery is going to happen, right, it's going to happen early, and then it's going to fizzle. You're going to see if it, he's not going to be able to maintain. As good as the talent is around him, I don't think he's going to be able to maintain that. People, Once there's film on him, the defenses are going to figure him out and figure out that he that it's not him that's getting the plays made. He's not throwing the guys open. They're making up for his flaws, right? And these guys always get smoked by the end of the season. There's never I, I can't remember one guy that's been able to pull off you know the trickery show for the whole full season. Did Matt Flynn? Was that? No. That was one. That was three games, and that right. was a desperate, desperate Seattle team. Right. Well, when know. he was with Green Bay. Right, but that yeah, okay. Seattle was Seattle. desperate, yeah. and they yeah. never played. They drafted Russell right. Wilson, and the right. cream rose to the top right. in camp. Right. So, right. My thing is right. Kyle Pitts. There was like only thirty-one percent catchable balls thrown to him last year. Ugh. Yeah. But I, I, if we dove in and broke that down, I think majority of that was with I was cashed out game one Marcus Mariota. Okay, because he got injured, right? And he wasn't a factor for a few games there. Drake London seemed to do okay down the stretch the last couple of games with Ritter. So, I don't know. I'm not all in on Ritter, and I'm not all out. Caleb Williams is better. Yes. Drake May is better. Yes. Bo Nix is better. Yes, but at what point do they have to, to get up there, right? So, like, if they only won six games, would that put them at, like, four? I don't know. Six games, I feel like six games is probably somewhere between eight and 12. You okay. know? I, I think Atlanta can, can get five or six games. Right. You know what I mean? Who do you think is more likely to fail, Jordan Love or Desmond Ritter? Jordan Love. 
Due to talent or due to situation? Both. I'm I feel excited. like. What about, feel well, like... let's throw Trey Lance in there too. Well, he's at the bottom for me. I love, dude. I'm, I'm drinking. No. I, I, I want. I, I'm, I'm gonna carry the flag for Trey Lance, man. I just think situation. Listen, what they've done to him—it's probably one of the mis- most mismanaged, right next to the Patriots, the right. most mismanaged rookie quarterback situations right. I've ever. I think witnessed. about the talent, or like. If 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 he gets an opportunity, if he stays healthy, and if his head's on straight, so there's the three big ifs. You got Debo, you got Ayuk, you got Kittle, you got McCaffrey. Like that's if Brock Purdy doesn't come in at 100 percent Because if he comes in at 100 percent he's QB2, Trey Lance. And everybody knows that. I don't know, man. Everybody, I, every receiver on that team. Everybody knows it. Do you Brock think what, how, what makes you think every receiver knows that they barely played with Trey? Brock Purdy won them games. Yeah, but by not making mistakes, by yeah. having the balls that hung down to the blades of grass when yeah. it came, yeah. he had one of the most remarkable rookie seasons on a yeah. on a. He and, knocked and, my Cowboys out too. Listen, uh, right, Lance. The way it's all gone, the mismanagement—it's terrible. His confidence has to be in the pooper. Right, like yeah, you. I know Mr. Irrelevant doesn't mean crap to me. The title you get drafted the NFL, you get drafted the NFL. We've right. seen UDFAs go and have success, so that doesn't mean crap. The title, right. but the kid showed you he can do it. He showed right. you can do it when he wasn't comfortable, and then when he got in the groove and started chucking the ball around, he looked pretty good, right? Right. So, hey, want a playoff game? So, I, he almost made yeah. it to the show. If that kid, but we made also it, are, oh. our running back broke his leg. In that game, which kind of sucked and completely it's it's the way it works. Yeah. Coach. All right, let, let's let's talk about some ideal landing spots. Before we talk about ideal landing spots, if you want to support the show, check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash toilet titles. We have like five or six tiers. Tier one is a dollar fifty, gets you guaranteed entry into Frankenstein, gets you into our gilded chat. Where we're gonna have exclusive content. And also, if you DM me after you sign up for Patreon, you send me your address, I'm gonna send you a lanyard, lanyard, and I'm also gonna send you a playing card from Frankenstein. And those playing cards are pretty sweet, they're pretty spiffy. So I will send all that to you. And if you want to support us greater than $1.50 a month, there's other options for you with tons of other stuff like in-season waiver wire episodes. We'll give you draft advice. We'll help you draft. We'll give you DFS advice. We got all sorts of stuff. But join the title tribe. Come in the community. Get in the Gilded Chat. Reach out to me at Coach Sheps or Nino at Nino Brown underscore T2T. So let's talk about some of your favorite players in this class, right? So we kind of talked about Caleb Williams. You know, I think that's, probably the consensus top player, you know, generally. So this, so this is like low hanging fruit. So let quickly, Caleb Williams, where do you want to see him? <sighs> not, not in Arizona, <laughs> not in Arizona. Right. So that's not an Tampa ideal Bay. fit. That's ideal for Arizona. Tampa but it's, Bay. Okay. I with Godwin Caleb... and, and Evans. I think Evans is on the way out. I think Evans, Evans, is, Evans is probably on his way out. Godwin, I'm, uh, from what I'm hearing and seeing, I know it's OTAs that are running with no pads or whatever. I mean, just helmets. But, but what I'm seeing, he's got his juice back. He looks right. good, right? He's right. 26 years old. So he's got at least another six years in the league of being dominant, right? And if he's back to what Godwin was before the injury, there's another nice number one. They got Palmer over there. They got Rakeem Jarrett over there, right? Kate Otten as a tight end. We all know tight ends take two to three years to develop. It's not just jump in the saddle and go. Um, so they have weapons. That offensive line, they rebuilt that. That defense is youthful. The D-line is good. So, like, Caleb going there, they can use the other pieces to get another receiver. Obviously, it doesn't have to be Marvin Harrison Jr., but it can be, you know, there's, this this class coming out has got dogs. 
So yeah. they can get another receiver there. There's probably going to be some guys in free agency. They can look. You bring in Caleb Williams, these veterans, right, that are expiring contracts, or all these these guys who didn't get that fifth-year option were eligible for that in the second and third rounds. They're looking like, oh, I can play with this guy, or I can go play with the two-time possible Heisman win trophy winner, Caleb Williams. Right. Yeah, I'll go take that run. To the and I go to Florida and get no tax on my contract and all my sign-up bonuses and play with Caleb. Right. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take that. But for me, my, my I got two guys. They happen to be in the same school. It's just crazy. Yeah, right. Um, well, let, me, let me just tell you where. So I, I would like to see him. I brought up New Orleans earlier. I think New Orleans with Chris Olave, you know that they just that? they pay Carr how much money, right? How much is know. that guaranteed? So, this is pipe. This is ideal. I just think okay. I'd like okay. to see him, you know, in a controlled environment like New Orleans, and that that division's winnable with a young stud receiver and Chris Olave. So that's, I think that's one of my ideal landing spots. Oh, then stay home. Stay yeah. home and go to L.A. That's what I said before. Yeah. Stay home and go to L.A. Rams. Rams package up picks. That's, that's package up that's a veteran. Not bad. That's not bad either. I, I was also replaced. Stetson was a six-rounder, so right. it's no guarantee anything. Right. right. Or even, you know, Minnesota. I don't know how they'd get up there. That'd be Jordan Addison, hey, Justin Jay Jefferson. made a good point. Justin Jefferson is not re-signing without a good quarterback. Right. And that's – that's that's. I feel like Minnesota Vikings, probably the least likely of the teams we mentioned. Right. But, you know, great landing spot. But go on to the two Alabama players. So I mentioned the L.A., and I'm going to mention this gentleman who's probably would be a great replacement for all, whatever's left in Aaron Donald's career as Dallas Turner, Alabama. Okay. Uh, he's going to, from what I see, Shane and Brian said, this is the guy. I wasn't too convinced because I thought, you know, nobody could live up to Will, Will Anderson's hype. Uh, you watch this guy's film. Man, the explosiveness there, treating people like he like he's a grown man and their children. He does that, right? He can dip the shoulder and get around the edge. What what a guy a guy with a huge motor, a guy who's you know, physique is just so ripped and strong, just like you know, Aaron Donald is. What a guy to come in and just if Donald says maybe I got one more year left. You groom this kid for one year on the other side of him, right? And then he just replaces Donald. I'm not saying he's gonna place him right off the rip as like, you know, step for step fill the shoes, but what a what a dog to just come in. You know, you don't really not, – not really losing any speed there. You're kind of just keeping it going. Right, right. I like that. You and got another uh, one? Kool-Aid, man. Where? Indy. Okay. You got your QB of the future, right? That's your guy. You, you locked you, – you you believe in him. Um, you got Pittman Jr. You got Josh Downs. You have three tight ends. One of them is like nine feet tall. Yeah. Jelani Woods, right? Isn't he? right? He's like six, seven something. Basketball guy. Yeah, so you have you got JT, you got Evan Hall. Like your offense is good, right? Question marks are at the linebacker, right? But you need you brought in Gilmore, you let him go, right? You need a guy. You need you need someone in that secondary that can just say, right. put him on an island. I don't have to worry about who he's covering. I don't. I don't even care if it's Marvin Harrison Jr. on that side of the field. I don't care if it's Jamar Chase. Kool-Aid's locking these dudes down. I'm not saying he's going to keep them to no catches, but Kool-Aid is going to be your best option when it comes to these elite wide receivers in the NFL. As a rookie, Kool-Aid changes the game for Indy. You can do different things. You, you can spend money other ways when you can have one guy just eliminate one side of the field. So I would love to see Kool-Aid go to Indy. I'm not an Indy guy, but I think it's a good opportunity for him to just go in there. and well, It would have like a, a Sauce Gardner effect in New York. I would love one of my ideal landing spots. Jared took this guy from me in our mock draft. Jeremiah Trotter Jr. out of Clemson, 
I'd love to see him in Dallas. I would love, you know, because I think Leighton Vander Esch, one-year deal, he's going to be out of town after this year. Supposedly, Jabril Cox is looking healthy. He made a few plays, like breaking on the foot. Why Dallas loved Jabril Cox coming out of school. He's a nickel. He's an ideal nickel linebacker. He's a right. good coverage guy. But after he got hurt, he lost that step. So the opportunities for him to be on the field last year in nickel, he didn't get because he lost a step. But now he's, it looks like he's starting to make a break on the football. He's looking decent there. We got Damone Clark, who should be the 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 in middle linebacker. I would love to put Jeremiah Trotter Oof. next to Damone Clark in that defense. That guy, like we we, we said it on, on the episode, I, he's a better linebacker than Trenton Simpson. Yeah, and Trenton yeah. Simpson was your top linebacker. I think my number two linebacker. So this guy, ideal. Do you, I, I don't know if he makes it out of the top twenty though. No, yeah, no, no, no. I think he's going to be top. I think he could possibly be top ten. To be totally honest with you, right? And if and, and here's my thing is if Indy doesn't go DB, I think they go that way because there's so right. much question. Like Zaire Franklin had a great year last year, but he's older. Okay, he's been in the league five, six years before he blew up. We don't know what's going on with Shaq London. Okay, that back injury, then a neck injury, then a leg injury. Like there's too many injuries, and you're right. a middle linebacker that goes downhill quickly with a neck injury. I'm out. Right, like I'm good, but there's teams that have been searching for a leader at the middle linebacker position that would give up the farm for potential. Just like I said with Chase Young, teams are still living in the past. Oh, he's he he showed it to me. We would be great if he only gave us eighty percent of it, right? So they could reap the benefits there. But if they don't go Kool Aid, I think they go to linebacker because they need it. They show that all. They show that whole thing up right there. There's your leader, your green dot. Um, but he's a two. But I I love him for you guys, like. You don't have to worry about Van Der Esch. You don't have to worry about nothing after that. Right, know? right. We, we could solidify him, just add another dude yeah. to that defense. So what about your boy Rocket Sanders? Where would you like to see him land? I think, I think, I don't know. If Dobbins doesn't, if this, this is his year in Baltimore, Dobbins doesn't secure the bag, can't stay healthy, can't be an every down back. Baltimore was at its best under Harbaugh when they had a back, they never had to take off the field. And I think big physical played in the sec, a lot of big touches is the breakaway potential. I'd like to see him in Baltimore. I I'm a Dobbins guy. Okay. Okay. So I, I think he he's back and I, we saw him flash it for the final five games last year. Um, I'm going to tell you something right now. I watched a lot of Georgia football last year. Todd Munkin is going to get the absolute best out of J.K. Dobbins as long as that man is 100% healthy. You're about to see a master. He's about to crash. Do you think think they are going to get the most they can get out of him with a plan to use him up and chip him out or let him go? Or you think they're going to be a little bit cautious because they think he'll be the future for the future? They brought in a guy, what, in the fifth fifth round? Who? Miller, Kendry Miller, right? TCU. No, Miller went to New Orleans. Oh, so it's the other. Uh, and, and Evans went Mitchell, to Ke- Keon Mitchell. Keon Mitchell. Okay. okay. East to you. I'm sorry. Okay. East to you. Uh, in the fifth or sixth round. Like, once it got past the third round, J.K. Dobbins was a winner in that draft. But He's only 24. Yeah. So what, the, I'm, I'm in on Dobbins, right? Give me Rocky Raheem in Carolina. Okay. You give, you, you put. Bryce Young in a position right. to not have to carry the load. You already have Miles Sanders locked up for another year. 
is your perfect one-two combo. Layton and Thunder. I'm not saying Miles Sanders is super fast. Miles Sanders is great out the backfield catching, right? He's great at, at like, just sneaky runs, screens. He's good at that. You, you, you sub that with Rocket Sanders banging him, right, and, and just pounding it inside, inside the hash marks, there's a backfield. I would love him to go there. I would love him to be a complimentary piece or, or how it may be with, in Tampa with Rashad White. You right. put them two together. Bro, it don't matter who you if you can, if you somehow can't get Caleb right, it doesn't matter which one of the next. Like if you got Bo and Rocket Sanders, oh my, mm-hmm. uh, you're just setting yourself up for years to come. Speaking, is that, is that where you want Bo? No, I want Bo in Seattle. Stay home, bro. Yeah, they're giving they they just served you up JSN. You got DK for a couple more years. Lockett's probably gone end of this and year. You got horses in the stable. Yeah, yeah, three running backs. Kenneth. Come three on, three running backs, and yeah. Macintosh is there. Right, right. But we we Irvin. never talked about Oregon does uh, that, right? Bucky, Bucky yeah. Irvin, and and Winningham, they do I, that. I just want a humble flex. I don't know if this is flex worthy, but we never talked about being at the Senior Bowl and watching Macintosh get reamed out <laughs> by his agent. Yeah, uh, Rosenhaus. Yeah. Like we were right there, like. Uh, we don't know what happened, you know. There, no one talked about it, but dude just kind of grabbed him by the horse collar and you know carried him off the field. We don't talk to people like that. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. So I wonder, like, so yeah, we we're, we're there. We were in there. We were right next to Drew Rosenhaus, like watching him. But anyway, go go. So you want Knicks in Seattle? All right, let's. Uh, I got let's... a I got one for you that you probably weren't expecting me to come with. It's my Patriots. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know how long Judon's going to be there. Okay. Okay. Judon, I love him to death. And, and I want to shout out my guy, Macy, sent me a signed Matt Judon jersey for my birthday. Kudos to you. I think it's fresh. Um, it's all white with the, the blue and the red stripe on the top. Fire. But I don't know how long he's going to be there. Okay. And I don't know how long he can stay healthy. Bonmore's on the interior, defensive line. He's, he's a dude. All right. They let that guy go up. He pissed because he's the best thing in the interior defensive line he has since. Vince Wolfhawk. Look, please keep my guy. Give me the dude with all the motor. Give me the dude with the big swim arm. Give me JT Tuomalawala, whatever his name is, that gentleman. Because that guy fits in the Patriots. I feel like like to write out Belichick if he's going to stay. If, and if it's not Belichick, and it's going to be my guy, uh, not Steve, <laughs> my guy, the linebacker there. I, I'm drawing a blank to his name right now. Gerard Mayo. Okay. Thank you. Let him be the coach. He's defensive minded. That guy runs right up his alley. Who did you just thank? No, I looked at my wall. It's on my Uh, wall. The jersey's uh, on the wall. uh, I had to look uh, real quick. Who, who, you know, who whispered it? Somebody. (laughs) Now we know where Nino gets all his data from. There's somebody who sits in his room and and whispers. So go ahead. I had to make sure I'm like looking where the jersey was. I'm like, there it is. He was my favorite since Chris Slade. Out of Tennessee, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mayo was a guy. That's why I like Banks. I think Jeremy Banks has got a lot of Gerard Mayo in him. Um, but you know, going if he got the right situation, he would excel. But yeah, I like JT Tuomalo. Uh, I think he would be great fit for the Patriots. Patriots are always going for. It's usually they start out with line. This year was off chalk, but I'm I'm cool with, with Gonzo. So right. Oh man, and that he fell into their lap. All right. So I think that man, that we're gonna have tons of more time to talk about these draft prospects. So today we were kind of just, you know. 
dreaming about some scenarios, thinking about how the NFL sees. Oh, you, you got one more for me? I got something for you. I'm gonna. I, I gotta go off. I can't. I gotta go out of the box for you. I gotta yeah, ke- keep it. you on your toes, right? Just keep me on my toes. I'm ready. So give me a team, middle of the pack, that needs to just stay in the middle of the pack, and they're gonna have a guy fall then. Man, like so, this will be a team that needs alignment. Okay, likely. Man, uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, they're close. You know, what's up with Kenny Pickett? We like George Pickens. They, I mean, maybe Deontay Johnson's gone, so they might need one of those wide receivers like Ibuka, Xavier Worthy. Like Worthy would would be a great compliment to a guy like Deontay Johnson. I know they're rebuilding that offensive line. They brought in Joey Porter Jr. So, so they essentially got two first-round picks. So Pittsburgh would be a team, I think, middle of the pack. Maybe the Los Angeles Chargers. I don't think they'll – I think they got the quarterback. But that offensive line, like, they could use – I know they got uh, – uh, I can't think of his name. The guy who was before Skaronsky, who was balling at Northwestern, who's who's doing great oh. out there at left tackle. I can't think of his name. Yeah, I, I know what he's talking about. Yeah, so they could use a high-end <laughs> offensive lineman – you know, the Jaguars are close, you know, but so if one, you know, I think they, they could probably afford to pick somewhere between 50 and 20, you know, because I, I think they're good. So the Jaguars might be my, I would say Jaguars or Pittsburgh, because I think both of them are good, but I don't think either of them are great yet. And they both have young quarterbacks that could use some more premier talent around them. So I think it'd be in their best interest to not pick, 22 to 32. I think, you know, picking somewhere between fifth, 14 to, and, and for the Steelers, I think it would be to get an elite, you know, you're letting Deontay Johnson walk, but get a guy who can. That's what they do, right? Yeah. They've always done that since for the last 10 years, right? But they don't need, but that, but then like they also don't even need to take a wide receiver in the first round. But this they what... find guys, you yeah. know, like so, so who would. Uh, I'm going to go with Minnesota staying where they are. Minnesota can stay in between 14 and 20. Right. And have a guy like Kyle McCord or Quinn Ewers just fall to them. Right. Right. Or Michael Penix Jr. fall right in their lap. the Dolphins? Like, if Tua goes down and – So that was my sneaky guy. Yeah. They could be the one to sell the farm. Right. To get to one. They. I mean, but what, what did they give up for Ramsey? I can't remember. But they could give up Tyreek Hill. Yeah, it's a, you man, you think a team that has the first pick would be willing to take on Tyreek Hill? What does Arizona got if they don't get the first pick or, and they can't? You know what I'm right. saying? Like they have nothing, especially if Hollywood's not going to resign. Right. You lost D Hop, bringing Tyreek Hill for three, four years. He's only 29, right? He's it, still it, fast. If, one of the fastest wide receivers in the league. If Tua goes down. I know this is I've been I've been putting a little earworm in your ear about Mike White. Hot hot, hot Mike White. <laughs> but if that doesn't work out, they they looked awful. They called Tennessee. Yo, Tannehill. They Rable, I'll again, back. But yeah. if they don't, if they don't, I'm saying so if they if they have to rely on Mike White, we saw how bad they looked. That offense could not move last year. They they could be a sixteen win team without Tua, and everybody's counting my Patriots out. But I'm not sold in right. on the Dolphins because of Tua's health, and I'm but, not knocking George. But Aiden. are you happy with where the Patriots are? No, or, right? No, 
Dude, that quarterback right. situation was screwed up from the get-go, whether it was Zappy or Mac Jones. Like, there's an internal problem. Belichick and, and, and Kraft are not seeing eye-to-eye. Right. Okay? One wants to win. One wants a record and wants to win, but he wants to do it his way. His way hasn't been working. Right. Part of his way was Brady, and it's not there no more. Right. Part of it, I'm saying, not, not all of it. Right. right. We heard it. You, Whatever you your ego that you have is going on, you don't want to take out of your salary to give these guys titles as coaches. Right. You had to go back to the well, and you had to go get Bill O'Brien. Right. You had no choice. Can that fix things? Probably. Enough to fix things with everything that went around in your division? Probably not. But right. I'm not sold in an Aaron Rodgers buying in. I'm not even sold in Aaron Rodgers playing the whole year. Because if that right. if they start out one and six, this dude cashed. Right. It's cashed out. Right. If two's muscle know. milk, muscle milk don't keep up and keep dude, that extra weight sick. on him. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets God forbid. His whole him. body. I watched the like his legs. He's got From he's here got, to here, bro. He's got cankles. Bro, he's I don't know what's up. And that what? doesn't look like a guy that's ready to run an offense that's built on speed. Dude, he looks like and it don't he don't look like he don't look it's swollen. swollen. No, he looks, he looks like swollen. Swole, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's man, not Pete like, Swelly. No. He's just swollen. Yeah. Muscle so. milk, bro. You gotta actually exercise when you're taking protein. You can't right. just suck him down. But right. maybe that's for extra cushion on the neck piece. I don't know. I, I don't know. But so, hey, the Patriots could sneak in second place in that division by default. But you don't want them to. No, I don't. But I also don't want them to be top five. Cause cause if they do that and there's still issues, it's going to give them a reason to stick around with Bill, stick around with Mac. You know, oh, something's working. You, I feel like this year you need to know, is Mac Jones the guy? Like you need to find out. By, by they the need end to go of- get D-Hop. This is the only way you're going to know if he's the guy. Right. Look, what they did. Look, look what the Giants did. I mean, I guess they didn't. Uh, you know, they bring in Darren Waller. Like, they tried with Kenny Galladay, but it didn't work out. But oh, it's whoa, whoa. Simil- the Giants did it the right way this year, right? They found this success year. with Daniel Jones. Well, because the coaches had his – coach right. coming from the Belichick tree had his right. head up his key stuff. Right. Right? He was terrible, right? right? He came back to be something he wasn't. He still stunk. But right. they did it right. They went out and got him. I'm right. not a fan of Waller at this point in his career, but they went and got him a big target at tight end, a safety blanket, who's got great hands. Cool. With it. Right. You help him better for him. It sucks because you went out and got Daniel Hyatt, you know. It, you got Hyatt, came in. Slayton's back healthy. That's Daniel Jones's guy, right? So they right. they went and got pieces to make him better. You, you, you tag Saquon, but everybody forgets Saquon, nor Josh Jacobs to sign this free agent, uh, this fan, the tag. That doesn't guarantee them to play this year at all. Right. right. Don't just, it's not guaranteed. And they could go sideways. So Eric Gray. Samir White, people go go right. save them on your benches Dude, because I live in New York and people are talking themselves into loving Eric Gray. Like I think the Giants fans all kind of in the back of their mind know he's the future because Saquon is like a flickering light. Like it's going to burn out in New York eventually. They don't know how much longer that light's going to last for. But hey, let, let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna pick this thing back up next week. We have a few good things plan for the next few weeks so we can continue similar discussion next week we'll, we'll talk or we might dive into breaking down a mock draft or 
for sure, we got this coming up. We're going to start giving you, because we go to the Senior Bowl. That's what we do now. We're going to start giving you, what's up, Uncle Stevie? Uncle Steve's the guy who knocked me out of Frankenstein last year. So, yeah, he had to come in to rub it in my face. But So, we, we go to the Senior Bowl. It's the thing we do here. We're going to start giving you a wish list of players that we want to see down in Mobile. So that's coming up over the next few weeks. We've got tons of other content. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you want to get into the Frankenstein Listener League, reach out to me at Coach Sheps on the Twitter, at Toilets Titles, or at Nino Brown underscore T2T. Check out the CFB Nation. They have tons of college football content. And guess what? The college football season is closer than the NFL season. So a lot of you, the, the light at the end of the tunnel is a little bit closer. So Nino, before we wrap this up, let everybody know kind of where they can find all your content and what you got coming up down the pipe. Uh, Nino Brown underscore T2T on the, on the Angry Blue Bird, as Coach said. Um, you can find me at um, CFB Nation Monday and Tuesdays. I got CFB Prime. That's at 8 o'clock at night. Uh, I'm just I'm coming in, taking on all the hot topics. And if you don't know about the topic, I'm diving deep to bring it up there so we can talk about it. Um, we got the Hawks Nest. We got Sooner Shakedown uh, on CFB. We got the Omri hosted by my man Coach. So get check that out. He's doing great things there. And then we got P2P on Friday. But on this network, the T2T network, where it all began, Dynasty Diamonds, we got On the Clock, right? We got head the Hang Show. We got Head to Head. That's the IDP podcast, which has been growing in the community. Shout out to everybody that showed us love. Um, we got some few more things coming in, in, in the works that we're going to think. I put a little bug in Coach's ear. I think you're going to see something new on Tuesday yeah. in the show. Uh, I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Because uh, my man is the maestro and he does his thing. So we appreciate everybody just supporting us, uh, whether it be the smallest new sky on the, on, on the map or new to the social media, new to the Twitter, to, you know, guys out there like, you know, John Lobb, Shane Alam, Brian Bosage. Uh, we just had uh, a big gentleman on the diehard football. What's his name? Bob Harris gave us a shout out. Yeah, correct, right? dude, that was awesome for the Frankenstein League. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Froton, I got Eric Froton yeah. shouting out titles in CFB Nation. You know, uh, Kevin Coleman from the boys saying that CFB Nation is severely under uh, underappreciated, underfollowed. So, like, we appreciate all the love. We appreciate everything, everybody just showing us support. And uh, we're just kind of grind it out and give you the best we can give you. And that tells you we are trending upward. Right. And we all like you started doing this a year ago. I started doing this three years ago. Like we got we're kind of all fairly new to this thing. Still, you, too, could be new to this. If you're passionate enough about the NFL draft that you're tuning in in June, watching us talk about draft prospects, you're probably just as sick as us. If you ever <laughs> thought about doing something like this? Reach out to me on the Twitter at Coach Sheps. Toilets of Titles Network. We could use you. You know, if you're interested, if you're passionate, we could find a way to channel that passion and make it work. Maybe get you doing some content, get you doing some writing, get you doing some podcasts and other stuff. We got tons of stuff going on here. So, so jump pick on, that man. brain, pick yeah. that brain, get that the, the, the wheel and the mouse and the cheese going. We love to do it. But again, before we close it out, coach, tomorrow's premiere playing with house money at noon Eastern. Lock it in, hit the bell, subscribe. You don't want to miss this one. All right, everybody catch you all. Take care.